the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Well, what's going on? Steve Teal here with Very Bold Radio and Podcast. We got the Marksman doing everything, doing 100 things. Thank you, Marksman, for the great job that you do. And also, we've got Stuart Snugs. It's almost hard for me to say Stuart because you're just Stu, not just Stu. You're amazing, Stu. How are you doing today, first of all? I am doing great. So happy to be here. Man, I'm so happy that you're here, not just in studio. You're w- with us in studio the other day, but with our family hanging out. So this is kind of our family and friends edition of Very Bold Radio and Podcast. Stu has been in a huge impact in my life. I'll talk about that in just a second. But uh, also, he is doing some great, what I would call, mission work in Ukraine. But officially, he's a Christian volunteer Mm -hmm. in Ukraine. And we're going to talk about that for sure. We're going to talk about that. I think it's going to be really inspiring to you and uh, also maybe encouraging to you because I love Stu has always been an outside-of-the-box sort of thinker. Ideation has been one of the words of the week. Yes. And uh, you just think outside the box and the way that God has used you in Ukraine um, to impact people's lives has just been amazing. So we're going to talk about that. Now, here's the part that's a little scary because if we run out of time, we may not talk about these things. I would love if it worked out. We'll see. To talk about when Stu was growing up in Dallas that he was a soccer star and uh, had a chance to go on and be a part of the U.S. Olympics team. That's what the Olympics, like Coach said, (laughs) if you had continued on and you decided God kind of took you on a different path. I don't know if we're going to get to that today. What I do know is we're going to talk about this guy is my cousin. He was my college roommate at Oral Roberts University. And uh, really, for me, I want to thank you because – I'm going to shift over to Stu now, Marksman, Uh, because those two years, I was coming in as a freshman, Uh and it's so funny because Grandma Elkins basically told you that I was going to be your roommate, Uh and you had no choice really in the matter. But it was a great choice. It was a great choice. (laughs) Grandma Elkins is really good at choices. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. However it happened, it worked out by far for the best. Well, I really appreciate that you said that. I did not know as a young, naive 18-year-old. I just assumed, you know, that was a part of the plan. Well, it was a part of God's plan. It was a part of Grandma's plan. But it was a huge blessing to me. Uh, My parents, uh, your aunt and uncle, were in Germany. My dad was stationed in Germany. And to go off from uh, Germany and Northern Virginia and all that to Oral Roberts University, grandma and grandpa were in Tulsa. My other grandparents were in Oklahoma City. But to have you as my roommate was incredible. It was great for me, too. (laughs) Well, I want to say this also, because uh, Stu is one of the most brilliant theological minds that I've known. 
And so what I got, uh, besides just a great best friend and roommate, was I was processing the Christian faith and understanding mm-hmm. sort of the differences among Christians even. And I would be able to sit with you late at night and ask you questions, whether it's about a chapel speaker or whether it's something in class or something that someone else said. And you basically really like mentored me and just understanding more and more the Christian faith and the Christian ap- approach. So thank you for that. And uh, you've ever since then, even though we don't get to talk as much as we'd like, been like a theological mentor to me. So thank you. Well, and you have contributed so much to my Christian walk. And those who know me, including those in Ukraine, know that I do sometimes either quote Steve Till or, <laughs> yeah, it's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. Um, just quickly at the at the very end of our uh, weekly Bible study every week, we close it with exactly the same thing, be a blessing. <laughs> we have our little football huddle and close it with be a blessing and that was something that I picked up from you. Mm, wow. Well, I love that. And uh, that's that's really cool because, of course, in my life, that came from my mom, yeah. your aunt. And uh, your mom, my aunt, was a huge influence in my life as well. So I'm having – now I'm having all these flashback highlights of our family. Yes. And our family reunions over yes. the years. And uh, whether it's Hawaii or Oklahoma or Colorado – um, the one that comes to my mind right now, and I'm sorry for people that are just like, is he really just going to talk about this the whole time? No, we're going to Ukraine. Hold on. Uh, the one that I remember right now is on the golf course when both you and I yes. were uh, hacks on the golf yes. course. Still still am, yep. I feel like. Yep. If they even let us on. If they even let us on, yes. We were young, though, yes. and I remember we were not hitting the golf ball exactly how we wanted. That is true. Do you remember what we did, Stu, to help ourselves? Oh, as far as I remember, we were teeing it up in the fairway. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry to all our yes, golf friends. <laughs> yes, yeah. We were very young. We were very yes, young. Yes. And uh, and we were doing that to help ourselves, but also we had uh, another cousin, Keith, yes. um, who was like a second cousin, and uh, he he was and playing by the rules. a very cool Christian. Oh, he's a great Christian guy. At the time, he was kind of frustrated yes. that we were cheating. Yes, I we believe. were cheating. Yes, yes. Well, he was right. He was he right. Was In right. all fairness, he was right. Okay, all right. Now I got to say one other thing before we talk about Ukraine, because uh, some of your some of the funniest stories that I know about you over, over the years revolve around ORU and intramurals and C League basketball. Yes, we had a really good time being bad. <laughs> not not doing wrong things, but in being horrible <laughs> basketball players, yes. So uh, at ORU at the time, there was A League that was very yes. good and yes. had players that could play at like smaller colleges. Yes. Um, and then there was a B Plus, which also had very good players, but just a little bit shorter usually. Yes. Yes. And then there was a B League and yes. just going down. And then there was C League. There was C League, and we were we were in C League, which is just humorous. Yes, yes. Now hold on, I want to just defend myself. Yes. Here's the deal. Yes. I was recruited. Yes, I would say pressured. I would say pressured. <laughs> Pretty much threatened. <laughs> I was uh, so I was never recruited to play basketball in college, except for intramurals. So my first year. My first year, I played um, B plus yeah. basketball, with, which is where you belonged. I was a B plus player for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, I was. That's where I belonged. Yes, um, and I played for our wing, which was yes. called Motel Six. Yes, and uh, we had a, a pretty good, 
you know, pretty good year. You were playing for the C League Heretics. Yes, from freshman year through senior, I was a C Leaguer. Yes. And you were playing. The team name was, was Heretics. The Heretics. Yes. So instead of like on the back of your jersey or T-shirt <laughs> or um, little grandpa T-shirt, yes, you would have a Heretics name on the back. Is yes. what I recall. Yes. So one, because yes. most of the many on the team were. Studying theology, and so yeah. yes, we just had a little fun with that. Just, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. So then you recruit me. You say, yes. "Hey, this is my last year. There, yes. If we have you and not just me, Tom, yeah. Tom Letko, yep. we had a tall, very talented basketball yes. player who was B plus or A league level. Yes. And somehow you had recruited yes. him. Yes, <laughs> yes. Some threats involved. I Some think threats involved, and you convinced me uh, to come to the Heretics. And, we and did. I had been best man at both of y'all's weddings, and so or, or the, it was coming lot. up for yeah, you. Yeah, but, yeah, But yeah. anyway, so yeah, probably uh, I was. So you used, used all... anything and everything to uh, <laughs> force the good players down to Sealy. Yes, and yet, and yet, I don't believe we won the championship. We did not because all That's the other Sealy teams were doing the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you had to have a couple players. I don't remember how far we got, but that was very disappointing yes. not to win the C League yes. championship. But we came up against another team that had even more ringers. <laughs> so <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. There's a lot more we could talk about ORU, but just thanks again for being such a blessing. Thank you, likewise. And uh yeah, being my best man and being my best friend, really appreciate that. I know you've been best man for a lot of people, it feels like. Um Three or four, yeah. yeah that's a good. That's yeah. a good chunk. Yeah, that's a good chunk. All right, let's talk about Ukraine and your Christian yes. voluntary work yes. there. And what are you doing? Yes. Talk to us about the impact, Stu. Yeah, so I've been in Ukraine now for over five years in uh, Kiev, and basically, uh, basically, I teach English. I teach conversational yeah. English in a lot of formats. Everything from university classrooms to university speaking groups to in the community, everyone is welcome. Anybody come who wants to just show up and, yeah. and join in to uh, children's classrooms. And yeah. so just the whole range of things. And um, as we've talked about, um, I view it kind of as giving a cup of water. It's yeah. a very practical thing. English over there, and I think in much of the world, is a very necessary practical skill for advancement for a lot of people. Yeah. So for a lot of them, that means academic advancement. We've had quite a few students who, through improving their English, have been able to participate in something called work and travel, okay. which allows them to come over to the United States and spend about three months of a summer, basically, um, over here working at some company that works with the program and gives them a job and then also the chance to travel. So that's a big deal for them and then also gives them uh, better professional opportunities when they return to Ukraine, both both because their English skills were improved to participate in the program yeah. and then they get three months of practice over here and just becoming familiar with America. So it's a big boost for them. And then we also have a lot of people who just in their professional life either in the job that they're already in, it just helps them to do it better, or in a lot of cases it helps them to uh, to advance to another job, which gives them more opportunity Man. and more money in a place where that – and well, it's that's important everywhere. Right. So professional development. And then we do also have people who just um, – it's a hobby, and they just love doing it. So yeah. uh, we've got um, everything from uh, – 
people doing it as a hobby. Uh, and uh, we've got um, housewives, janitors, brain surgeons, apartment builders, university professors, truck drivers, um, students, lots of students. Yeah. Uh, so, so we've just got um, a range of everybody involved. But the key thing, I think, is that in every case, um, each of them with their own reasons and their own life path, it helps them. Yeah. And so uh, myself, uh, I, and now several friends of mine, we're able to provide them with this opportunity to improve their lives in a very practical skill. And we're all Christians, and they know that we do it for free, and they don't pay for anything. Nothing we do charges yeah. anything. Yeah, and when you and say we, it's these other three Myself and other friends who have right. just kind of come along just organically. Right. N- no, uh, right. no organizational uh, attempt, uh, no, no job openings because there are no jobs. We just do yeah. it. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, so myself, I've been doing it for five years and, uh, have met some other Christian friends who have just, just, they saw what I was doing yeah. and they wanted to jump in and do it too. And so, so the um, students are not Christians. These Ukrainians are not necessarily Christians. That, right? That's right. It's just a mix of um, of the community, and so that means that some are Christians and some are not, right. and some are open to it, and some are uh, not at all open to it. Yeah. Um, now, uh, at least they're not so anti that they're unwilling to show up at a group where you got these Christians, yeah. you know, leading it. But, um, but yeah, it's just a broad cross-section of the community professionally yeah. in age. Uh, we've got everything. I mean, I don't know if you want to count the, the uh, you know, five-year-old who's sitting on his mom's lap while she's there. But yeah. if you count them, we've got everything from five-year-olds to 90-plus-year-olds really? yeah. uh, participating in the group. And so it's a cross-section of age, of society, of professions, right. of <clears throat> beliefs, of worldviews. Right. And uh, part of my official volunteer work is cultural exchange and worldview exchange. Oh, okay. And so um, we do a lot of that where we uh, we talk about anything and everything that people want to talk about. And so that includes um, worldview, viewpoints, beliefs, um, where to get the best hamburger. You know, it just goes <laughs> yeah. everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So talk to me about – so this is – that cup of water. Yes. This is the need. Like yes. They, they feel like this is a need. This is going to help me in life. And it does. Yes. And it does. And so they come and for yes. a couple of hours, three hours, whatever, yes. you guys are talking. Yes. Right? Yes. Okay. So then talk yeah. to us about how sometimes it's going to work then. Like, what do you do with that? Yes. And so we do. Um, I was doing by myself about four or five three and originally four hour a night speaking groups and um so that's just the speaking group and then we added a uh, a bible study an english language bible study which is a hybrid between the church that i go to which is an english language church so as so many churches do we have our home groups our connect groups and each connect group is a little bit different with a little bit different theme a little bit different um you know, meeting a little bit different need. So the connect group that I lead for our church is very much intentionally and upfront a hybrid group. So it is a a handshake okay. between the church and the community. And so um, we have people who come to that group 
who have nothing to do at all with our English-speaking group. They're just English-speaking members of our church, yeah. and, and they know what it is, and, um, and that's great. And then we also have people who are in the speaking group who have never stepped into uh, our church or any other um, sort of evangelical church. They almost certainly at least once stepped into the Orthodox Church, which okay. is the main church over there. But they're not at all religious, but they might come to the English language Bible study just wow. to see what's going on or um, willing, to, willing to hear or just because it's fun, yeah. because we have a fun time. And um, so it is a, a hybrid. It is the, the stepping stone, the bridge from speaking group to our English language church. And I do go and uh, participate and lead a connect group, family group, home group, whatever you want to call it, yeah. for an English language church, which is a great place to invite your friends in the community who are trying to learn English because um, it has the additional interest, you know, hey, why don't uh, why don't you come to uh, come to church with us on Sunday? It's English language, and you're going to enjoy uh, having the opportunity to practice your listening skills. Yeah. And we have a lot of fun, and you might find it interesting, and I think you'll like it. So it's just all intended to be a natural segue yeah. from helping people, building friendships, and the friendships are wonderful in any case. Right. The helping them is wonderful in any case, and I'm thrilled if someone just comes and gets practical help and, and we see them get to take steps forward in their life, you know, in professional and academic ways. That's all great. But then we're really thrilled when that also becomes a friendship that leads towards spiritual openness yeah. and, and quite a few people participating um, in church, in our church. And so that's, of course, what we really love to see the most is people getting the opportunity to ultimately hear about Jesus, make a decision for themselves. Yeah, A lot of people hear and decide that's not sure. for them, but others hear and decide it's for them. Right. And so that's great. Man, that is great. Let's talk about, and the marksman is already doing a fantastic job, job as always. Um, he, he knows, he already knows, you're so good, Mark. He's about to go to the video of uh, baptism. Yes. Tell us about that person. What, what happened? Tell yes. us a little bit about the background while yeah. we watch that. Yeah, so this is a very dear friend of mine, Vadim, and he started coming to our speaking group. And um, and he had uh, he had gone to a church some in his prior and he lived in a different city before moving to Kiev, and uh, but had not started going to church since he moved to Kiev, and so he and his wife and originally him just himself started coming to our speaking group. I don't remember how he heard about it, but he started coming to the speaking group, yeah, and then started coming to our uh, Tuesday evening Bible study. And what's really cool is he. He has been such a help and just such a wonderful friend. Mm. Um, he not only started coming, but he started jumping right in and serving with um, vacuuming the place when it was in my apartment, helping me clean up, yeah. uh, which uh, Steve could testify would be necessary. <laughs> and um, and everything from vacuuming the floor to cleaning dishes without even being asked, just showing yeah. up and how can I help? So just a wonderful servant's heart. And so he got involved in our Bible study and was super happy to get involved in the uh, English language church. And he and his wife have been going there for, I guess, a couple of years now. Today. Wow. And just this summer, uh, wonderfully, but unfortunately, I was just here or this spring right. uh, in America. But just um, just a few weeks ago, 
uh, Vadim and his wife Tanya got baptized at our church picnic. And so they're excited about that, and I'm really excited for them. And that is just wonderful for to have two people who you've really come to love and have been such contributors yeah. to uh, you know to take that step in their that's faith huge. journey. Yeah. yeah, that's huge. Well, it just shows you. I mean, it's just beautiful the way God has used um, just what you do and all the hours that you spend yes. building relationships yeah. Yeah. and giving them something that they need. But then it's so cool that you can bridge like you have to get people to be able to hear the gospel. It's yes. amazing. Yes, yeah. it's really been a blessing. It's awesome. Okay, now I'm going to shift because I want to hear about people. And I know you have to be selective about who you can talk about, who's comfortable yeah, like, hearing yeah. their story. Yes. But I do know, yes. I want to talk to you about in the university. And there's two shots. There's one where you're getting recognized. Could yes. you explain what yes. that shot is? And the marksman's already found it. He's so good. Yeah, so uh, – I have the opportunity to teach and participate at several universities, but there's one where I regularly have regular, regularly scheduled things and I'm, I'm much more active and regularly active. And so um, that's uh, called the, the National University of Food Technology. So it is a public state school. Yeah. And, um, and I think it's got something like 20,000 students on all campuses, and it's kind of spread out. That's big. And, um, yeah, it's so really it's a big. Pretty, pretty, big, pretty big university, and I, that's the number I've been told. I actually yeah. don't read Ukrainian, so I haven't verified it for myself. <laughs> I speak some Russian, but the website's in Ukrainian. But um, anyway, so that is a university where I have been active now, I guess, for pretty much, well, over four years because yeah. it took me – better part of a year to meet people and uh, get involved in that. So it's been really fun. And so I had, there's a speaking group that we started the teacher who invited me to come and be a part of things there. So, so Natalie and I started that speaking group. Is she and, in the picture? And she's or is that in the picture. Else? That's okay. the lady in the picture. Okay. Yeah. She is my, uh, my teacher colleague liaison at yeah. that university. And so she and I, uh, do the speaking group, and then also I go to some of her classes. I have the easy part because I'm just the one who comes in and and helps with the English conversation por- portion. So yeah, um, I really got the easy end of you know <laughs> the light end of the load on that. And also uh, right tied in with that, um, the college pastor at our church um, on occasion has uh, teams of university. Whoa. missionary kids yeah. coming over and uh, Natalie deserves a lot of credit on this as well because what we've been able to do is when we have uh, college mission teams come over um, on their their spring break fall break whatever yeah. on a mission trip then we've been able with everyone uh, being enthused on all sides yeah. to uh, have those uh, university kids come in and participate in university activities in the building sanctioned by the university and just come in and play games and uh, disperse into a bunch of different classrooms so they can spread out their contacts and build friendships and become Facebook friends and and just start those relationships and just everybody on both sides being blessed and the, the kids coming over from the United States, getting that cultural experience and mm-hmm. uh, making fun new friends and just being able to interact in each other's lives and uh, just blessings all around. I think it's been win, 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 win 
for everyone. And so that's been one of the really cool things that that I've been able to participate in the university is being a a doorway. Yeah. Uh, yes. With very much with the, the the absolute enthusiasm of all involved. Right. Uh, nobody's uh, nobody's having to be talked into anything. You know, everybody's yeah. excited about it. To, because yeah. you've already spent all the time building a trusted relationship. So mm-hmm. then, if mm-hmm. you say, "Hey, we can bring these guys in, and yeah. it's going to be good, it's going to be good," then they they take your word for it because yeah. all the time that you built, yeah, into they this. they trust what I'm doing, and they should because I'm for them. Yeah, and they trust what Natalie's doing, and they're super excited as a university to be able to give their students who are learning English this opportunity to spend a you know yeah. good part of a week with university students, you know, their right. age going through the same things, all going through university experience. Right. And so it's really exciting for everyone, for the faculty, for the students, for the, stu- the Ukrainian students, for the American students. It's right. just it's just win, win, win all the way around. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. I think that's really cool, too, just because when I think about different mission work opportunities, I'm not thinking like that. And you're putting people directly in relationship and building relationships, which is so important to the gospel. Yes. That is so cool. All right. So what was the award? Like, why were you given an award? I mean, that's pretty cool. So the award was in part for this uh, bringing together the university students, in part for leading the English club, in part for teaching in classes, and in part for participating in the – the faculty English development. So we're, they have their their teachers conferences uh, among the English faculties over there, yeah. and so participating in those and just contributing. So contributing to the the at the faculty level, contributing yeah. um, at the classroom level, at our English club level, and then uh, giving their students the opportunity to build friendships yeah. and interact and and improve their English skills and. Um, those type of relationships then can become opportunities in the future for them to right. possibly travel to America with an invitation, uh, possibly visit a university over here. So right. those relationships open doors for them in the future. Yeah. So for all of those things, they were very nice nice of them to acknowledge that and, and say thank you. It was really made me feel very very good and really blessed me for them to do that. That is so cool. All right. Um, who can you just kind of share somebody else? Again, you have to be comfortable sharing like a yeah. relationship or friendship that's been significant to you. Yeah. So definitely um, there have been a lot. Uh, one really cool guy who uh, has a Ukrainian mother, but um, a father who's from the Caucasus, which means like Tajikistan, Kazakhstan, somewhere over there. I don't even remember exactly. And now his family lives in the Middle East. But he's a very successful guy with a a foreign passport. But he spends some time in quite a lot of time in Ukraine. That's where kind of half of his heritage is from. And his father is a Christian. And he himself had not taken that step uh, until he was uh, in Ukraine. And uh, definitely uh, the Lord had a lot going on in his life that had nothing to do with us, but uh, we got to come alongside and partner with him in his journey. Wow. And so um, he also started coming to our Tuesday evening Bible study, sometimes to our English speaking group, although he spent time in London, so he speaks 
English, so he didn't really need the English practice, but he was there uh, because he just liked being there. And, um, and he loved, you know, coming to the Bible study and coming to church. And then he also uh, started coming to a Russian language church there in Kiev uh, that we invited him to because some of us go there also. Okay. And he actually, one evening, they were having the baptism at the other church, you know, yeah. the evening baptism. They probably do it like four times a year. They have a big baptism ceremony. And he was there with us that evening, and they were supposed to do – they were supposed to have their baptism that that day. Yeah. But we had just moved into a new location, and when they tried to fill the baptismal pool, it didn't work. <laughs> so they had to announce, uh, we're not going to be able to do the baptisms this week. We're going to have to do it next yeah. week. And he turned and looked at me, and he said, well, can I get baptized? Whoa. And so, uh, so we talked about that and grabbed one of the pastors at that church. And so the following week, uh, he got he got baptized. Wow! Wow! Yeah. That's awesome! Yeah. Oh man, that's great! Yeah, so that was exciting too. So, and he's just uh, really enthusiastic about the Lord. He's a very, uh, very can-do guy. Yeah, and uh, he's a really successful guy, and yeah. he just uh, brings um, his passion and his excitement, his enthusiasm to whatever he's doing, and. Now he's got it for the Lord, so that that's really cool. awesome. All right, is there somebody else that comes to mind that you can share with us? Yeah, so um, I think that there's been a lot of people who uh, have come to our speaking group and then have just started coming, uh, coming to church and getting really just interested. So I'm also excited about um, all the people who are – maybe I won't mention names, uh-huh. but sure. all the people – who are on the journey, you know? Yeah. It's so exciting uh, when, like ourselves, they get baptized, and we're excited about our own baptism, our own decision right. for Christ. And um, and it's exciting to see all those who are on that, that journey, yeah. even though, you know, they're in church, they're listening, they'll even, they're believers. Right. Uh, but they haven't, we're looking forward to, and it's just they're all along the journey. There's yeah. the ones who are just showing up in church and just listening. Some of them just for the English, and others are increasingly open. Yeah. Some have, uh, you know, will tell you they believe in Jesus, and some have really made a firm commitment, like some those that we've been talking about, right. and others. And um, so I'm excited for everybody who's on their journey, yeah. Uh, whether it's early or middle or they've fully committed and and jumped in with us. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll take maybe just four or five more minutes, um, but I am curious just for anybody who's listening and maybe is thinking a little bit outside the box because I, I really like how God has used this and put that on your heart. And we know over the years, I know you're a person with ideas and God gives you these ideas. And just the relationships and ability that you have to build those relationships so people will trust you. And just seeing the connection between these people need English and this is a chance to love and build relationships. Mm -hmm. And for some of them to become Christians through this has been an amazing thing. If somebody's listening and thinking like, well, this may sound crazy, but I'm feeling like God might have me do that. What would that look like? I mean, what did it look like for you? You're not with the missionary organization. You That's just right. went. Yes, I just went. Can you tell us about that in like a couple of minutes? Yeah, sure. So uh, just for a little bit of background, yeah. I had done basically the same thing 
almost 20 years ago and had uh, I spent the better part of two years in Crimea, which officially is part of Ukraine, but for uh, any listeners who kind of follow the geopolitical stuff, right now that's in dispute, and officially that's administered now by Russia, Yeah, although it's legally considered part of Ukraine. But anyway, so then uh, in 2015, uh circumstances and situations and opportunities were right for me to be able to go back, which I wanted to do. Yeah. And, um, but I couldn't go to Crimea. And so I just went to Kiev, which I had visited Kiev, uh, passing through as that's the normal route in and out of Ukraine, wherever you're going. So it's typical to go to Kiev and then go wherever. So I had, I had spent some time in Kiev, but I didn't actually know anybody in Kiev. So, uh, so I just um, arranged to have an apartment rental and go there for three months. Didn't know anybody wow. except for the you know apartment agency. You know the person who rented me the apartment didn't know them either, but yeah. c- had communicated with them. And I just uh, flew in for three months, uh, which was what you can do with just your passport. Okay. And I was picked up at the airport by the driver who was sent by the apartment agency. And within a couple of minutes, um, I don't know. Do we just mention church names? Yeah, on the yeah, air. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah. So uh, the 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 driver picked me up, and we started talking. He knew English, and I was trying to be able to speak Russian. He was very generous in telling me that I actually said some a few words that uh, made sense. But within a few minutes, I found out that he went to Hillsong. Wow. And so that was. I won't say that it was confirmation already that, yeah, I'm going to be doing ministry here, but it sure made me feel good like, yeah, God is with me. God's got, yes. my, God's got my back or my side or whatever. He's right. with me. I'm right. with him. Uh, he's got me landing in this airport where I don't know anybody in the city, and the guy who picks me up goes to Hillsong my gosh. and says, hey, you can go with me and my family tonight Stop or it. this this Sunday. I guess it would be a couple days later. Wow. Yeah, so that Sunday I was in Hillsong with the driver and his family. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. So that was uh, a real confirmation, a yeah. real, uh, a real you know, sense of God kind of saying, I'm here. You know, I'm yeah. here with you. Yeah. This, stuff like this doesn't just happen. Right. Yeah. So or at least it's not likely to. Right. So that made me really, really feel an affirmation that, yeah, I was supposed to come on. I was supposed to come to Kiev and check this out. Still didn't know exactly what God was going to have me doing, but felt <laughs> good about it. being there. But you were there and then you began. Well, I mean, what did you do yeah. next? Yeah. And, so I immediately uh, got involved at Hillsong. Just yeah. as a member, yeah, and uh, and then almost as immediately found the English language church, which I knew nothing about, which has uh, a pastor from America and a youth pastor from America. So it's a church that was uh, developed by missionaries, yeah, and is a lingu- uh, English language church, which is really set up primarily to minister to the expat community, people who okay. live in Kiev, but who whose primary language is English. And they're not as comfortable just going and sitting in a Ukrainian language or Russian language church where they don't really understand what's being said. So it's really uh, set up as a ministry to the English-speaking community. And then as it turns out, um, as the the English-speaking community interacts with the the Ukrainian community, then – you begin to have a lot of involvement of the uh, the Ukrainians as well, and that, of course, is quite desirable. But it is set up as an English-language outreach 
So I kind of forgot where I was going with all that, but yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And then uh, where did you go? And yes. I mean, we're about at 35 minutes, so we don't have to go too long, but yeah. I mean, where did you go with? Okay. Yeah. Well. So, okay. So, um, so I was so blessed to be picked up by a driver who goes right. to Hillsong, got involved immediately with the churches. And then I just immediately started um, meeting people and started doing basically speaking groups almost immediately. Wow. And then uh, I found out that there was a, a facility, a building that belongs to the American government where it was everyone's welcome to come in and just hang out and talk. We didn't have uh, any official – we weren't part of the schedule. Everybody's welcome there. Yeah. You can just hang out with your friends and stuff. And so we started meeting meeting together. What's that called there. again? Uh, yeah, so that's actually called America House. Yeah. And it's, a, it's a, a, I guess, officially part of the United States State Department. But like I say, we weren't on any schedule. Right. Uh, we weren't uh, holding official meetings there. Just right. everybody in the community is welcome to just come in and hang out. And so just like everybody else, uh, a lot of us were just going there and hanging out and uh, just spending time together. And then uh, then we moved into uh, restaurants and a cafe, basically, yeah. where we where we meet a chain of cafes over there w- that is very friendly to speaking groups. Okay. And so as uh, as we kind of evolved more into a uh, regular formalized speaking group rather than just hey let's meet over at our our hangout and chat and yeah. became a little bit more formalized and or at least more regularized. Uh, then we moved into the cafes and so. Uh, that just developed into a, you know, four or five night a week, you know, three or four hour speaking it's group. Amazing. And uh, and then um, we started the 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 connect group from the church. And with this particular connect group being very much intentionally a hybrid of the speaking group and the church to yeah. you know make that an easy pathway for people to come. And yes, just participate in that Bible study and and like all of us, learn the benefit of learning the Bible together, having fellowship together. We all need that, right? And so, good in and of itself. But then also making that a, a natural transition and an easy pathway to come and make friends who go to the church and make it easy for people who haven't ever gone to a, a like an evangelical Protestant church to make it a lot easier right uh to do that transition yeah well man that is that is awesome and i'm amazed i'm going to ask you to say something in russian to uh close out our show in a second here yeah Yeah, i don't know what that's going to be i don't know what you're going to bless us with Uh, you can speak it in russian and then tell us what you said or you can do it the other way but i'm so grateful for your obedience and your vision of God calling you, and I'm so grateful for God's faithfulness that you land, and here's a taxi driver that's going to get you to the church. I mean, who who knew um, except for God, and it's just awesome. And then – and I know we could only talk about a few just impactful relationships, but you've had so many, and uh, it's just incredible, um, incredible to see. And I just, I just wonder who is listening out there that is going to get – a little bit of a vision. And maybe it's not going to Ukraine. Maybe it's not going somewhere else. Maybe it's just something, a little mm-hmm. different approach 
to um, reaching somebody, building a bridge with somebody in their community or in their dorm or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. But, man, I'm just uh, amazed at what you do and uh, so proud of you as my, my big, my old older cousin mm-hmm. or one of them. And uh, what a blessing you are in my life. So um, what do you want to say? Are you going to say something in Russian or pray I, for people? What would you like I, to do? I can say, Dobry uh, dien. Jesus Lubitvas, which means good day, Jesus loves you. That is good. Say that one more time. Dobry dien, Jesus Lubitvas. That is awesome. Well, thanks, Stu. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll just sign off unless you have anything else you want to share. No, it's all good. All right. We're going to sign off by uh, the scripture. And if I thought ahead, I would have you read that in Russian too, but I didn't. And so the way that we sign off is by just quoting the scripture, 2 Corinthians 3.12, and I'll do that in just a second. That's where this name, Very Bold Radio and Podcast, Very Bold Ministries, Very Bold Athletes, Very Bold Coaches, that's where it comes from. And it's about understanding the hope that we have in God, in Christ. And I pray that you feel and know that hope. It's a real and living hope, as Peter talks about. It's a living hope. And I want you to feel it. I want you to experience it. I want you to know it. You can email me, steve at verybold.com. You can reach out to me uh, if you want to know more about what Stu is doing, what Stuart is doing. And uh, if you're interested in something like that for you and just have a few questions, man, I think it'd be cool if somebody got sent to Ukraine and got sent to Kiev and teamed up with uh, Stuart already having all these speaking groups and in the universities and in the churches just doing great stuff. Maybe uh, someone out there is going to be called to do something similar. I don't know. So uh, Stu Stu is being very bold and he understands that hope. We didn't even get to talk about your testimony and everything, but... You, you're living it. Your testimony is what you're living right now. And so I'll just quote and close it with this. Second Corinthians 3.12, Paul wrote, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.